0: of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at JoinMIDI.com.
1: Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BTW Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. plus.
2: This is Metro News This Morning, bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state.
3: It is Wednesday, December 29th, 2021. Good morning, everybody. I'm Chris Lawrence, and we are ready to get your day started in West Virginia. The forecast, off and on rain this morning, dry weather this afternoon, and then more rain moving in tonight. The full forecast for West Virginia will be coming up. But right now, let's check news across the mountain state for the morning at the Metro News Anchor Desk is Kerry Hudasek. Kerry, good morning.
0: Good morning, Chris. Governor Jim Justice is renewing his call for all West Virginians to get vaccinated and boosted against COVID-19 as the Omicron variant continues to spread. The governor on Tuesday said those cases have increased in recent days.
4: We have now jumped from three to 18 Omicron variant cases across the state and it will surely skyrocket before this is over
0: there are nine omicron cases in berkeley county five in monongalia county and one each in fayette harrison kanawha and marion counties there has also been a rise in COVID hospitalizations with princeton community hospital now at full capacity officials there say they've been overwhelmed with patients for the last several months state interagency task force director jim hoyer says the numbers are staggering statewide
1: we hit 95 new admissions in the hospital That's up from 75 yesterday. And it's up from 45 on the 19th of
0: December. 87% of those in the ICU and on ventilators are unvaccinated. The state's new Intermediate Court of Appeals has its first panel of judges. Governor Jim Justice made the appointments Tuesday.
4: I'm really confident we got it right.
2: Justice appointing West Virginia Bar President Tom Scar, former Kanawha County Circuit Judge, and House of Delegates Chief Counsel Dan Greer, and Wheeling Attorney Ohio County Commissioner Don Nickerson to the staggered terms on the bench. Scar says he wants to give back to the state. We have the court. We want to make it work. Nickerson, who got the six and a half year term from justice, says he's interested in the appellate process.
3: Important court and you have to get it right.
2: And Greer predicts it'll be a hard-working court that won't hold up cases. Make sure that we work efficiently and promptly and that uh, these cases get resolved as quickly as possible. The appointments next go to the state Senate for confirmation. The new intermediate court of appeals begins its work in July. I'm Jeff Jenkins, WVMetroNews.com. Many
0: are reacting to the governor's court appointments, including State Supreme Court Justice Beth Walker, who congratulated the three new judges, adding, quote, We are all committed to making sure this new court, like every other court in our state, operates efficiently and is transparent and accessible to all. Part of the remaining CARES Act funding West Virginia is receiving will go toward food pantries and homeless shelters, more than $7 million worth. Cabell County Delegate Chad Lovejoy, who leads the food insecurity work group in the House, says there is a big need to serve families, especially during the pandemic.
3: When the need goes up, the problem is the supply doesn't always go up, you know, the same way. And so,
1: you know, it really, really put a strain on, on these folks who are, are kind of the the safety net
2: to make sure that, you know, we have people uh, have access to
0: food. Governor Jim Justice announced plans for the remaining $122.8 million in CARES Act funding last week. A Michigan man accused of killing two Charleston women in October is back in West Virginia. 21-year-old Marquise Jermaine Goodman was extradited and arraigned in Kanawha County Magistrate Court on Tuesday. Goodman faces two counts of first-degree murder in the deaths of Bria Nicole White and Katiana Belcher. Both women were in their 20s. They were found dead at two separate locations on the city's west side in early October. A shooting investigation is underway after a woman was found dead at a home in Lewis County. Deputies say they responded to a shots-fired call just after 10 o'clock Monday night in the Ireland Wildcat area. Names have not been released. Deputies are working to locate a suspect. The state fire marshal's office says a fire that claimed a life in Elkins Monday night was set intentionally. Officials say one person died in a house fire on West Central Street at around 11 o'clock at night. Another person was transported to the hospital. The chief of the Elkins Fire Department predicted the fire caused about $85,000 in damage. Well, the unseasonably warm weather will continue here in the Mountain State through about Sunday night. National Weather Service meteorologist Simone Lewis says a big change comes after that. It looks like Sunday night into Monday, we are looking for that uh, sharp drop in the temperatures across the region. Um, we could see some flakes of snow even here um, across much of the lowlands, including Charleston. Ahead of those cold temperatures, significant rainfall is expected across the state this week. The weather change is good news for snowmakers at West Virginia Ski Resorts. West Virginia Ski Areas Association spokesman Joe Stevens says the cold temperatures are also an added bonus to attracting more visitors from out of state.
3: Where it really needs to be cold is in the flatlands, in the in the areas that we draw from, from Washington, D.C., from Roanoke, Virginia, from Charlotte, North Carolina, from Columbus, Ohio, when it's cold temperatures in those metro areas, that's what really gets people inspired to go skiing and snowboarding.
0: Steven says ski resorts typically bring in 35% of their revenue for the season during this week between Christmas and New Year's. And the Mountaineers fell 18-6 to 6 against Minnesota in last night's guaranteed rate bowl in Phoenix. We have full coverage at WVMetroNews.com.
3: Thank you, Carrie. Coming up in a moment, in our backgrounder, Governor Jim Justice on why he's disappointed with some of the criticism he's heard about the $48 million in CARES Act money he has allocated to help deal with the shortage of nurses. And then Kyle Wiggs will have a recap of that guaranteed rate bowl last night as the Mountaineers fall to Minnesota. It's all still ahead.
2: Hi, it's Tony Caritti, host of the CityNet Statewide Sports Line, right here on Metro News. Join the Senator Brad Howe, Coach Greg Hunter, and myself as we discuss the day's biggest sports stories, talking with coaches, former players, and sports writers from all over the state and across the nation, bringing you the latest from the high schools, colleges, and the pro game. So don't miss the CityNet Statewide Sports Line weeknights at 6.06 here on the Metro News Radio Network and streaming live at wvmetronews.com. Nobody covers West Virginia like Metro News. Start each weekday at 6.06 a.m. with the Morning News. Veteran anchors Chris Lawrence and Carrie Hudasek deliver the day's biggest stories, along with in-depth reports from Jeff Jenkins, Alex Thomas, and Jake Flatley. The Morning News also brings you the latest in sports from Kyle Wiggs and Joe Bracato, Hoppy Kirchival's daily commentary, and the entertainment report. The Morning News on the Metro News Radio Network and at WVMetroNews.com.
3: Kyle Wiggs in a moment on sports, but right now in our backgrounder, Governor Jim Justice says he's disappointed in some of the criticism he's been hearing about the $48 million in CARES Act money he has allocated to help deal with the shortage of nurses in West Virginia. The governor reacts to that in our backgrounder.
4: This is not just an education deal, you know, which the education deal is fantastic because it is basically trying to to grow us 2,000 new nurses in four years in West Virginia, but it is an immediate infusion of money, you know, as well in recruitment and and retention, also. So, so with that, with all that being said, it's disappointing, you know. It's disappointing. I mean, you know, when you when you work your tail off and everything, and we did all kinds of work, you know, in in, in consulting with uh, Delegate Pack and 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 and, and a, a group of 400 nurses there and and all kinds of stuff like that, you know. But we. We did a, we did a lot of consulting on this and everything, but coming up with a program, you know, and 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 basically creating a program where you're going to grow, you're going to grow nurses, you're going to retain, you're going to recruit and everything. And and here's the present of forty eight or the present of four, present of forty eight million dollars, and have have almost anyone and everyone, not not everyone, but have anyone frustrated for that and everything, you know, it surely. It's surely disappointing on my side.
3: The governor with those remarks at Tuesday's coronavirus media briefing at the state (laughs) capitol. To the sports test now, Kyle Wiggs is in. And, Kyle, it was early this morning, but uh, I think Minnesota, particularly their offensive line, just wore down the Mountaineers and had their way with them. Offensive
1: line and defense, that's what we expected coming in. It was just uh, true to form. The script, true to form, as Minnesota rushed for 249 yards held the ball for 38 and a half minutes. Minnesota got two short rushing touchdowns and held West Virginia to just one score, a Jared Deggie short touchdown run. Deggie finished with 140 yards passing. Tony Mathis, 56 yards on 13 carries, replacing Letty Brown, and it added up to Minnesota's 18-6 win over West Virginia. So Minnesota finishes the year with a three-game winning streak. West Virginia had its two-game winning streak snapped, and the Mountaineers finish at 6-7. And and they turn their attention to 2022, recruiting offseason, and they'll open up the season next year against Pitt in September. But Minnesota beats West Virginia 18-6 in the guaranteed rate bowl. Liberty Bowl won by Texas Tech 34-7 over Mississippi State. Donovan Smith threw for 252 yards and one touchdown he ran for another score. The Birmingham Bowl won by number 20 Houston over Auburn, 17-13. First responder bowl, Air Force, crossed up Louisville, came out throwing the football. Hazik Daniels, two touchdown throws, two more on the ground. Air Force beat Louisville 31-28. to UCLA was forced to pull out of the Holiday Bowl just four and a half hours prior to kickoff, so... UCLA and North Carolina State. That Holly uh, that uh, holiday bowl matchup canceled from Tuesday today. The Fenway bowl is canceled. Virginia against SMU. There are three games on the schedule. Maryland against Virginia Tech and the Penn Stripe Bowl at two fifteen. The cheez at Bowl at five forty-five. Number nineteen, nine and three, Clemson against Iowa State, and the Alamo Bowl tonight. Number fourteen, Oregon against sixteenth ranked Oklahoma. John Madden has died, the Hall of Fame coach-turned-broadcaster. He was 85. Madden helped the Raiders win the Super Bowl in 1976, turned himself into an iconic broadcaster for years and was also the face of the Madden football video game.
3: Thank you, Kyle. This afternoon from 3 to 6, catch Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly Coverage of sports, food, music, pop culture, and just general lighthearted fun. Now, with today's commentary, the voice of Metro
2: News Hoppy Kirchival. Chris, West Virginia has taken another step toward improving its legal climate. Governor Jim Justice on Tuesday appointed the three members of the new Intermediate Court of Appeals. Attorneys Dan Greer of South Charleston, Donald Nickerson Jr. of Wheeling, and Thomas Scar of Barbersville. The West Virginia legislature created the Intermediate Court early this year after several years of fighting with opponents. and More on that in a minute. The court will operate between the Circuit Court and the State Supreme Court. The judges will hear appeals of civil cases, appeals from family courts except domestic violence cases, appeals from state agencies or administrative law judges, and workers' comp appeals. Governor Justice said the creation of the new court is an important reform in the state's judicial system. He said, West Virginia needed this so bad. This is a step forward, and I'm really proud. The new court creates a more thorough appeal process. Currently, if the lower court makes a mistake, the appellant has one shot at a correction at the state Supreme Court level. The Intermediate Court will provide another set of eyes for review. The business community has been pushing for the Intermediate Court for years, citing the poor rankings of the state's judicial climate. Business leaders believe the automatic appeal of a civil verdict and another level of review will help reduce jackpot justice awards. Not everyone agrees. The plaintiff's bar... Argues the intermediate court will make it even more difficult for an individual who has sued successfully at the circuit court level to collect damages. They contend the additional appellate level will enable defendants to drag out cases even longer. The new appointees to the intermediate court are keenly aware of this criticism. Each said in separate interviews on Talkline Tuesday that their goal is to address appeals promptly. That's absolutely critical, Greer said. Prompt action is essential to make this court successful. The new court will also take some of the pressure off of circuit courts. Circuit judges and their staffs are often overwhelmed with cases now. Criminal, civil, child abuse and neglect, family court, and workers' comp cases. Going forward, some of that load will be shifted to the intermediate court. Critics complain about the additional cost, but it's projected to be modest. The three judges' salaries are $142,000 a year. The budget for the startup is $3.6 million and the annual budget is projected to be $2.1 million. The court will hold hearings in already available public buildings or conduct proceedings virtually. At its core, justice is about getting it right and leaving all sides with the belief that they had their day or days in court. This intermediate court, if executed correctly, will help achieve those goals. Chris. Thank
3: you, Hop. You can watch Hoppy's show Metro News Talk Line each weekday from 10 to noon. It's streaming live at WVMetroNews.com or catch it on Metro News Radio statewide. Now, with the forecast for West Virginia, a weak cold front exists through the midday today. Lingering showers will become increasingly confined to the southern part of West Virginia. Dry conditions are expected late this afternoon and into the evening, but there's another round of rain that'll arrive overnight and early tomorrow morning. That system will move off to the east by tomorrow afternoon, pushing a weak cold front south into West Virginia. That front's going to return as a warm front Friday, providing more shower activity. And then there's a strong system coming Saturday that could bring more rain and maybe even some minor flooding issues. But the colder air moves in behind that system on Sunday and Sunday night, and we could see some light snow across much of the mountain state. High-pressure system will then provide dry weather for Monday and Tuesday. Now you're up to date. Have yourself a great day. For Hoppy Kerchival, Kyle Wiggs, and Kerry Hudasek, I'm Chris Lawrence, and this is Metro News, The Voice. Of West
2: Virginia. Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved. Lucky
1: Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky?